Do you believe in click it or tick it? Your click it or ticket poster designed by Rick the Brick. <laughs> it's click it or ticket. I'm Pete Mutino. Yeah, I'm Glenn Marshall, and uh, I've declared a new jihad. The Not G- another one. Yeah, we'll get into it later in the cast. All right, cool. Uh, I'm Nick. I just sticking with the old jihad. For me, and not any of the new Whoa, ones. Oh, Nick, that's offensive. As a as a Muslim, hearing a non-Muslim say offensive things like no, that. No, dude, you were there. I said the words. Oh, I, I did. But were they boring. convincing, Nick? Well, it was. I said it as as passionately as I could. Yeah, you did say Razul a little Ooh, bit more convincingly. But, uh, than the passion of the Christ. So you're offending Glenn inherently in that statement. Well, no, I'm Glenn just... hates Mel Gibson for his religious no! beliefs, and only that. Well, I mean, his he's a fan of his like physical comedy. We actually, in our podcast central, have the door open right now, and I sort of voice down the hall. It's going to look very bizarre. So yeah, I feel less comfortable talking about oh, my new leave, jihad. We could leave it open, Jay. We could, we could keep the mystery. Ooh, See, there's no way. fans. There's, there's, no, <laughs> there's no way we can freak our neighbors out more here than we would have at our old apartment where we were playing Call of Duty with Glenn. And we were like yelling the racist Jerry Seinfeld stuff, right, and just like right. and like all the redneck like wh- white also, power stuff. Also, you can stuff. hear me over like the the speakers yeah. too. So yeah, so it was just like gun- it was like gunfire and like racial slurs just being screamed for. That back building to was significantly more soundproof, though. I will say that. That's one. true. Yeah, but, yeah. I can hear also the pipe in our bathroom, the heat pipe. You can oh, like yeah. hear it conversations echoes. and shit from upstairs. Yeah, it's usually girls below us yammering. Oh, they're below us. Yeah. How they do we know that? Because that's where the sound's coming from. Could be, couldn't be from above. No, because well, you, you hear dudes talking a lot. Sometimes you hear them above you, and sometimes you hear them below you. Okay, well you need to stop being so strange. Okay. <laughs> the girls, I'm almost 100 percent sure, are below. Listen, us. Glenn. Okay. Pete is really sad right now, and that makes him very unattractive to to women. So, so, so he hears male voices. Wait, then what were all those years of emo for? Girls love a vulnerable brother. There we go. Whoa, Ryan. Exactly. Ryan picked up on what, what I was. What is that from? Oh, that's, we just we just got a whole bunch of my brother and me drops. That's Thus the inspirato for the uh, intro there. The coach is bugging, dissing me like some buster. This is whack. My homies are gonna clown me. <laughs> I like the studio audience. Like yeah, the, I kind of agree. Cool. Like I like that the they like wait in. They're like, huh, huh, do we laugh now? Like oh, I kind of did the same thing though. What, so, yeah, me too. It's like, what did he just say? My brother and me ahead of its time. This couch is a buster. <laughs> <laughs> this coat is a duster. <laughs> This colonel is a muster. You guys so, got me flustered. At, at work, there's this really, really, really annoying security guard. Oh <laughs> fuck! I know exactly. He's, he's also a big fan of the show. So uh, <laughs> when he's so when, easy up there. When careful, he's not like, what you in say. his like security guard attire, he dresses like Morpheus. <laughs> but he's it's like really. Much true. But he's really fat. <laughs> and like he has like a pear body, so it's like really funny to see him with like the glasses, with like the hat, like coming in, like with like this like duster, like all like fucking hilarious. Well, even when Morpheus, like when he's plugged into the Matrix, you know, like in the real world, that's what he looks like. 
Yeah. To okay. The of right, because you're like your <laughs> ideal form. <laughs> his ideal form is like like not as fat as his true form. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah. isn't it everyone's? Everyone's yeah. like slim and good at kung fu. No, they're all they're all the same build. It's just them with different clothes and like. Cypher cool. had a really shitty perception of himself. Yeah, he's like, I, I still have this awful mustache. <laughs> I can just shave. It's the future. I can shave with my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so so uh, there's this one time he's walking into the warehouse. You know, he, he he has like some like fucking bag of fast food. Shockingly enough, and he walks <laughs> in, and I see these two managers walk past him that used to work upstairs. And as soon as he comes, I'm in the warehouse. As soon as I see them like go out and him come in, I sprint outside and go, Morpheus is fighting Neo and like gesture to the <laughs> warehouse. <laughs> and they're both like smoking cigarettes and they just fucking lost it because they like saw him like walk right in the room when they were in the doorway walking by. Nerds everywhere are rejoicing. <laughs> I pretended to be really out of breath too. I was like, Morpheus is fighting Neo. Everyone <laughs> like, <laughs> get in here. <laughs> Nobody ever makes it on their first jump. I know. <laughs> but what if he does? Did you see the lady in the white in the red dress? Yeah, I beat off that a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like to beat off? I beat off all the time. Especially when it's I'm like, getting uh, shot. Excuse me, Was sir. Is that like, a line in the Matrix? Why? Yeah. Why? It's like, couldn't you just make like just a masturbation it. program? Like you load in. It's like, yeah. First, let's like load in that room with all the guns. It's like, how about we all like load in a whorehouse before that, and like you know, like take the edge off. Yeah, I don't know. Bit, I don't know how like, they're like. They're always so like business-like and it's such a depressing existence you'd think that there'd be just constant you'd think they'd, they'd have an opportunity to do some fun virtual reality shit instead of like all the awful shit well there do. was that banging scene on like zion or the fuck they yeah were but that was them that. having like a blood orgy or whatever with like trance music that can suck it and you that, see keanu fun. you see keanu reeves ass for like five minutes straight just like you know like flexing and also tensing fun. up <laughs> as he's banging no, that chick no. and I she's kind of hot i mean in the first hole. movie she was she, she got less and less hot but I want to see her like writhing around and shit. I don't want to just see Keanu Reeves I, ass. I hate listening to her talk in those fucking really? movies. Yeah. It's just so it's just so unbelievable. Can anyone explain to me what was going on in the second movie? All right, so well, Keanu I just hated Reeves the super obvious like, like, the I hate, one. <laughs> I hated the super like like you talk about the rave scene. I hate how it's like that's them being artsy. It's like oh, this is like humanity expressing. I was like oh my god. Does this really need to be fifteen fucking minutes? Yeah, like, no. It's like why do we need to show the whole rave? <laughs> it's like they just like. Didn't seem to understand what they enjoyed about the first movie, or like yeah, what worked. Yeah, the best right. part yeah, about exactly. the first movie was that it's like there's a city out there you've never seen it, but it's like the last human city, and like Zion like exists, you know. And we're like skirmishers, like out on the front, like behind enemy lines. Zion's like down there. That's why we're like up here, like fucking protecting it. But the fact that it was like it was like really stupid. It was a bunch of like like fucking like crusty people from the nineties are like taking E and like listening to like trance music and shit. Yeah, well, I hope it's it like, burns. Yeah, Go exactly. Machines. It's like yeah, when those machines <laughs> yeah. are like cutting in with their like weird laser mouths in the second movie or the third movie. I mean, like the weird sentinels. It's yeah. like yeah, never get saw em. the third film. Get them, man. Also, like, come on, get in there. Also, <clears throat> in that third movie, you guys have triggered a lot of different complaints from me right now. Um, but in that third movie, when they have those swarms of enemy robots coming in, and they yeah, the they, undefeatable swarms. Why do they have mechs that like fire individual bullets instead of using like grenades or explosives? Yeah, yeah, or or like something that shoots out like a cluster of like a circle of eight. Yeah, what, like a all missile at once or like, something. Oh, like, they're that. All, like there's there's a thousand robots pouring through that like eight by ten foot opening. It's like just put a fucking missile in it and you just killed yeah, all luckily of them. We have like yeah, like lots of like. like and don't say they don't have the technology because they they have like mechs that have pistols on. It's the dumbest fucking uh, thing. And just a million, and, and it's just a like million big... shots of people like. 
grimacing in their like mech consoles, and that's like the last yeah, but, okay, hour of the so movie. Okay, so these mechs, like they're like these the like, one? crazy yeah. cool mechs with like two huge machine guns. You still need to like manually load in like the bullets. Like you need to like put like yeah, the chain they of made bullets them, like, look in. Look cool Rather instead just, of being like, effective. Putting, like yeah, you're supposed to just like basically put a box in, but it gets like jammed. Terrible. Also, the fucking like cockpit thing is not a cockpit. It's just like open, exposed. It's basically like that thing in Aliens, that like weird like robotic lifter robot yeah, thing. Yeah. It might as well be that because it's supposed to, it's designed for combat, but like. If someone else was shooting back at you, they'd shoot you in the head, and there's nothing like deflecting it. I understand right. you want to see, but please tell me you've come up with material that's see through, like uh, on the ship where you can see outside. Right. Why don't we get some of that material to cover up the glass you in the mean front? Glass? Yeah. So, like, when the, the main boss, like, guy or whatever for the good is that, guys, is that Agent Smith? When or? he's just, like, shooting at the Sentinels and they're, like, cutting up his face, should that be happening? I would say not. Oh, yeah, because you have machine gun robot arms. The first movie worked for the machines. But he, then I the love the first one, movie, he dude. Was like, uh, yeah, the first well, yeah. movie was awesome. Awesome. Well, it made sense. Like there was like a. And clear... what was what was cool about it is that, and it's it's like the same thing happened with the fucking Harry Potter books. Is the first thing they they imply like a lot of the bigger picture shit is implied. It's like this is a small story happening in a bigger world, and there's like hints of like all the cool shit that's like like you said. There's like oh there's Zion and there's like all this big war and all this shit. And it's like yeah, but here's like a story in that. And then all of a sudden at the end, it's like Neo is is like fucking badass. But then in the second and third movies, they actually flesh out all that shit. It's nowhere near as cool as what they were hinting at. And it's like, oh, Neo's like the one, but like, there's all these other people who are like also super powerful. And they all I, think he's a fag. Like, like it's the whole just like equal thing in the kind of the science fiction pointless. sort of thing. I don't really like how it like progresses. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. The same thing happens with Star Wars. I think the first one's the best one. You know what I mean? I don't like know. better I'm than Empire. I'm a, I'm a big fan of of the of the Empire Strikes Back. A big fan. That's really cliche, Glenn, and I'm like really offended that you oh, would even say that. So no, but no, that, that that's an example. <laughs> <coughs> where they they were like, all right, it's actually a poor example. Let's 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 pick another one. <coughs> no, it's yeah, a perfect that's example. example where the second yeah because the, the second person. movie it's like okay let's take you in let's show you what this is actually about and it's like oh yeah like you get like a good look at like the rebels they're like undersupplied they're on like they're basically hiding you know when the the fucking empire shows up they're like all right you you and you are gonna be like the last ditch well, like oh, yeah, they can't do a pitch battle. everyone just, else is gonna try to run I, away I suppose the like, point i was trying to make is if the world keeps expanding it gets less fun because i don't really care what happens to the world i guess we kind of want to know what happens but it starts straying away from the characters mm. you know but it, it's it's Which how you write it in, yeah in star wars but it was still but, compelling yeah. because like it wasn't like Oh yeah, we got back to Hoth, and there was like a big like underground like ice cavern rave, and then the Empire showed up, and I'd be like, "Good, kill them all!" Like maybe Luke can survive. I don't know about Leia. Well, it's like almost why I think uh, the Fellowship of the Ring is like my favorite of the three movies, and it's yeah. fucking up because it's more centralized. You get to see the characters interact, and it has like a. It's much more focused. Cause yeah, because all then the... it's just like what's going more on the world perspective yeah, while the... you still follow characters after they've been split up. Yeah, inherently in the second and third movies, they had to jump around because it's like there's yeah. three or four different like splits of people and so they have to jump from one storyline to the next and mm. it's like you know they did a good job with it but it's not as the experience isn't the same as in the first one where it's like oh man our heroes are all like fighting the balrog and stuff you know right 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 where it's like a centralized group and we like kind of are following this main character before we like start to meet other characters and care about their side well, story and, and like I, I mentioned this which is why i think sorry to interrupt but like no. that's why i think like the george r, r. martin like game of thrones thing actually works because from the beginning it's kind of like that it's like kind of centralized at winterfell but that leaves like within the first like two chapters yeah he well he did a good job with those of it it, it's kind of like what i said with Hogan is, Pinterfell. He, he fleshed out the whole he fleshed out i think most of the universe before he started and like that's why I fucking can't stand the Harry Potter books the way that the last half of that 
that sequence went because like I don't know about that with George R. R. Martin though because we're getting into like deep water. I think now, he's, I think he's gone like, a little bit. Yeah, he's a little yeah I think bit. like he had it planned up through like to, book to four. Point. Yeah, and then that's where like the, the, all those threads start to fray at the ends, and he has no fucking idea what he's doing. Well, I don't think Walter, he knows how to tie it all together, which uh, may be fine. Maybe he no, just... no, no. I think he knows how to tie it together. I think that he has now stalling. burned too much time, and if it's supposed to be like everything in its right little place and like these neat packages that like I just finished the wheel of time, and that's like over ten thousand pages of shit. And every fucking like character that was important is relevant. It's like it, it all comes back. It's like it's, it's sewn up the, with the a problem fucking bow. He's stalled so much. There's so much filler, and it's, so much, it's like okay, so this ending better be like. So that's what I mean. Now he's like putting in new characters. Climactic, super cool thing ever. And then it's like I feel like he's procrastinating. He's just like uh, I hope it's like Brand and Aries and like Jamie Lannister writing dragons into the mm-hmm. World Trade Center. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> well, Bring yeah, time. yeah. I mean, like the you know double the double King's Landing. Yeah, the twins. Yeah, as they're called. Double, My boobs. Double. <laughs> I'm a really hot chick and I'm trashy. <laughs> um, <laughs> the twins. It's like it's like and. Following my like f- obsession with nipples and boobs, the twins are two dome-like towers that like have <laughs> nipples on their towers. <laughs> no, but yeah. like, the- dude, what was that? In the fifth book, he uses the word niggerly seven times. Has not used it in the entire series beforehand. Like, only seven? you're you're making a point. Felt like more. When in this in the fifth book, when when you use the word niggerly once, like you're making a statement. You when you use it seven times, you're, you're being a like fucking a asshole. I don't know what we're talking about. In the fifth book, he uses the word niggardly after never using it in the entire series. He uses it seven yeah, times in the fifth book. Did you like? Did you count this? It was five times. It was five times. Annalisa like? and I counted it as oh. we were going along. Oh. Listener Annalisa. And it was just like, it was just up, like all right, so like you talk about nipples like way more than he is comfortable. He loves nipples. Like, like for that's the entire series. And now you're just trying to like write the word nigger with like <laughs> and be able to get away with it? Is that is that what's going on? Because it's like pretty annoying. Like as a white person who is not offended by fucking anything, I read that and it's just like there were other words you could use. Okay. And then I, I see it four more fucking times and it's well, like, what are you trying to say, man? What, what's the point here? Yes, it's a word. Do you have to use it Listen, five fucking local times? Football like, was not going well. Like the oh Jets God, not. fuck him. That's what I mean. It's he like sucks. so. This was a choice. Now, why a, did you make this choice? He's clearly like a fat old creep because he's like, he's got all this like the fucking finger blasting thirteen year old girls and yep. like all this shit. It's like yeah, I know it's like, gritty and raw or whatever, but like so, no, that's it, not like you can cut as many heads off as you want. People do that, but like, why do you feel the need to write about like girl little like girls? Like there, there are entire books where the only thing Daenerys does is get finger blasted by her handmaiden, and like there's nothing else that she does. She just kind of like hangers around and like is. I don't know. Yeah, right. yeah. So, and then, and then maybe in the next book, awesome. it'll be like, uh, no, I don't want you to like finger blast me anymore. But Dude. actually, I do. Never mind. Like, get back down there. <laughs> I, I'm the, not kidding. Like, ha, yeah. How much? How much? What percentage of those books is the characters' like internal monologue of like self doubt? Like, yeah. Calhoun's like, well. Rob's father did train him to be a leader, but God's be good. I hope he is safe. And it's just like back and forth. It's like perhaps this is the risk he needs to take, but it's so risky. And it's just, oh my God, shut up. It is very repetitive. Nothing is happening. Like somebody described it to me as like, so in the first book, like things happen. And then in the second book, people talk about things happening. No, in the and second then the third, book, things happen too, because like Rob yeah, is like, like going to per- war. That's the phases though. That's the phases. Like first things are happening. Then it's people talking about things happening elsewhere. And then it's just people talking. And now it's like, 
Not even that. It's people just sort of like wandering around thinking to themselves. It's like a fantasy book where it's like, we're on this glorious journey and like the journey's not over yet. Like, oh, maybe we'll learn something along the way. It feels like every single plot line, they're all just waiting. They're all waiting for For, something else to happen and nobody's doing anything. That being said, let's find the silver lining here because obviously we read it for a reason. Yeah, but dude, I'm at book five and if book six is like like book five but like slightly worse i may just be done yeah i don't really give a shit anymore i don't at all <laughs> like all that <laughs> shit in book five with Tyrion was like eh. nothing happened the golden company eh. like it's all like eh. they could have the golden company it started off really cool and then like like I, I don't know like please just invade westeros already like you don't have you have two books now if Daenerys is coming back, you have two books to like wrap it all up. Yeah, but it took her five books to like travel twenty blocks. So, yeah, that's like, what I mean. It's right. like she did a lot. She like got she like got a cal like a fucking like a whole like calisar basically behind her. Lost that. That was great. First book. Second book, like she does what? Like nothing. I don't even remember. Like now. the dragons like hatch at the end. Three chapters. Doesn't she spend one book just like deciding whether or not she no. wants to fuck? No, dark, she like, like fights that guy. like some stupid wizard and like who gives a fuck? And then she gets the Unsullied and really now doesn't do anything for like a long fucking time. Yeah, she just sits and around with people starving And once she gets the Unsullied, that's like the height of her her like cool shit. Yeah. She just like sacks cities and frees slaves and like, I okay. Mean, I, I, I want to kind of override our standard MO though. Just like everything is shitty slash gay. I mean, the, I, I've enjoyed his turnarounds. Like, I know, have, but like, like the, 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 the it's book, one of the few books where I finish a chapter and I literally like have to close it and be like, oh, the shit. The whole point like, of the world, and that's the way you feel about like the first three or four books. Like Towards the end of the fourth book, you start feeling less like that. It starts to the lose its impact. The whole point of the world is that like magic is coming back. Shit's getting weird. It should be getting cooler, and it's getting more and more boring Like by the word. And I don't mm. understand it. Well, because well, like I, I said, like every character, they're all just stalling. Like, all the characters yeah, the are fucking stalling. The fourth book was stalling. Yeah. That's all it was. It's like he wrote the Red Wedding chapter. I was like, and I have nowhere to go from here. Like, I, I, all the shock is lost. But also, it's like losing its impact. It's just, oh, and like, oh, yeah, I get it. You fuck over, like, the protagonists. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just after a while, it's no, like, now all right, he, like, he nothing. like thinks it's really cool that he'll like people. It's like I don't know which main character he's gonna kill. It's like yeah, I'm now I probably changed my mind about the course of the plot. I'm just gonna like kill another cool main. Oh, character you know he's just just you know he's gonna start writing shit now to like be cool scenes on the show, which is what they started doing fucking Harry Potter, and that shit was like inco- like fucking terrible too. So she's like, so oh, there's like movies now. To anyone listening to this who has not read the books and is watching the show. I would say zone. root for like fucking I don't know who's like the least little, little finger. finger dude root for little finger that guy rules yeah but I think everyone kind of likes him and so they'll he'll fuck him over also eventually too no but little finger <laughs> like you accept that he's good... like a piece of shit like you don't trust little finger yeah but like varies he's witty. Uh, varies is actually probably my favorite character I, 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 I did like I'm not sure if you remember Nick but I remember you had a proposal we were talking about this like I think a year or two ago. Uh, how you wanted the last chapter to end? Do you remember this? No. Okay. Uh, you said like I just sincerely hope the last passage of the book is uh, Littlefinger like took a sip of ale out of like a uh, chalice oh. made of skulls made of like <laughs> <laughs> like all the Starks. <laughs> it's like and then removed his like hand out of Sansa's cunt and like sighed to himself in his like palace in King's Landing. The end. <laughs> 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 Which would be awesome. It's just yeah, like little finger, just like won everything. I yeah, I mean, because that's that, that's what they set up for a while with like Tyrion, Varys, and Littlefinger, like the three smartest dudes, and they're all like going to war against you know, like war behind the scenes. Right. But, but also, like, has feeling. You, fi- like you finally like sort of had that. 
it was a sort of a defense of the show because I was saying like I watched I watched an episode with you. It was the first time I watched one in like mm-hmm. a long time. I skipped. Was like, it season three or season two? Season, season three. three. It was the one where um, season two was pretty bad. I stopped watching in the middle of that. So I mean, I we forget, watched an episode. I mean, I mean, I feel people who have not read the books and watch it. Like I totally understand them liking it. I, I want to stop shitting on their experience. I'm like fuck this. It's uh, so I. But it's just even as even as television though. I was just like all right, fuck like the original material, whatever the hell it is. Like I watched, there was this scene where Varys goes to like the Queen of Thorns, and is like just walks up to her and he's like, "Littlefinger is the most dangerous man in the Seven Kingdoms." <laughs> and then they like and like and she's like, "I already know that." And it's like, "So why are you talking? <laughs> uh, both of you know all of this information. Yeah, Do you know like there's a camera s- here? Yeah, you both have like spy networks like out the ass. Like you're both very smart. Like, why is this scene happening? You would happening? know that she knew that, and you wouldn't have wasted your time. Yeah, That's like the why whole point this, of your character. Why is this fucking happening? Why? Why? Like, there's so many scenes where people are just explaining shit to people who already know it. Well, it is difficult. It, it really I is know, difficult. I know. Pete pointed out that there's a million different characters to keep track of, and people have already. No, time not doing even it. that. But it is really hard in that series to like. You can't be like this person's thinking this. You know what I mean? It needs to be like explained to you, kind of. There are devices to do that there that are, are less and, clunky than. Oh, like absolutely! That. But they've chosen to go with like, let's just like explain this dialogue. Like you're watching one of those like black and white period pieces it's on so like tedious. fucking well, like PBS. The so goddamn of the tedious. The season is so good and well executed that when they had the following, they realized it's like we're going to spill everything out to everyone if it's this. Well, because it's such a yeah, it's got yeah. such a main. But I don't know. It, it like, how many times does? I guess I was like, how many times does Wildling Chick have to be like, we're different outside on the other side of the wall? It's like, I know you told me like fifty yeah, times. That's a good point. That's a very good point. But you were saying initially about watching. <laughs> where was this the point? But even in the books, oh, how no, many it's times? It's just an episode with Glenn recently. Yeah, it was that episode. Like, was that conversation with? It's like these people already like. It's characters explaining shit to each other. It's these like stupid. Com- it totally takes me out of the. You know, you're in a fantasy world. You're supposed to immerse yourself in it, and like suspend disbelief. But if the characters are all acting like fucking weirdos who aren't like don't make any sense, right. then it's then it's I can't then it's like okay you wrote this, I'm sitting here in the audience and I can see the scriptwriter being like this is for you wink and I'm just like okay I I'm not this isn't a story anymore this is a bunch of weird people in costumes saying stupid shit okay counterpoint um you know nothing what, John what, Snow. The, oh yeah deep uh, deep. You, you guys are all touched by fire. We all have <laughs> hair now. It's our new thing since our hiatus. That's what we're all doing. We're getting our hair dyed. Um, Jermaine died. Jermaine died. Our friend Jermaine died. It was really Flight sad. Flight of Concords. That yeah, was the other right. reason for the hiatus. No, that's Jermaine. Oh, sorry. You know? Um, so what's what would you say is the most offensive scene to you in Game of Thrones? Like the one that pissed you off the most? Or, yeah, just scene. Let's say yeah, what scene, was the nail in episode. the coffin? What was the um, straw that broke the camel's the last, back? The episode where I was like, all right, I'm done. We were in New Orleans. Jane and I were in New Orleans with Tanner and Kathy, or Tanny and Cather, as Jane calls them. Safari and, um, Tanner. Safari Tanner. Safari Tanner I, yeah. I believe I can't find the cast in the archives, but there was a cast where Kathy was on there and we were passing like butterfly wings around or something. Oh in the yeah, old yeah, in the basement. Can't yeah. seem to find it. Anyway, regardless. Yeah, what, she was what, definitely there. What, um, what destroyed it for you? It was that like just long. It, it felt like a fucking hour. It felt like the whole episode was. It was when Jon Snow's captured uh, a redheaded chick, and he's just like. It's just her just relentlessly just over and over again being like, like, our society's different from yours. You don't understand. You're just a stupid boy. You promise not to fuck anyone, but I bet you want to fuck people. And I was just like, this is so tedious. This is so fucking tedious and boring. And like, 
both of these characters are flat, one-dimensional. And I just, I, I remember, like, Tanner and Kathy and Jane were watching. I was like, all right, cool. Like, let me know when, the, when this episode's done. I don't really think John Snow is a good actor. Yeah, I was just like, I, I, yeah, it was like, I am, I'm already so, un, it's like, not enough that it makes me unhappy. It's okay. like, I'm being unpleasant to people around okay, me. so if like uh, everything else from the series was exactly the same in this interpretation of the second season, how would you have done that scene? It, if you that one got handed to you and it's like maybe I can turn this around, how would that you, scene would have been like five seconds. Okay, like why do we need to see the whole process of him hauling her ass over like a, a frigid wasteland? Okay, she could. It's just he captures her and she's like, "Oh, I bet you want to fuck me." And he's like, "I swore an oath," and she's like, "You're just a boy. You don't even know what that means." And he'd just be like, "Shut up! I'm the man of the Night's Watch." And then you just cut to him like walking towards the fucking wall, and like that's that's all you fucking need. That's it. That's everything that's in the scene. That doesn't need to be ten fucking minutes. <laughs> I'm we got sorry. and there's and and this is a show where we're like cutting all kinds of material, and making all kinds of weird plot changes to, for the sake of expediency. Yeah, and like combining because we don't have time for everything, yeah. and then we've got like we've got like ten fucking minutes of of what's his face shaving Renly's chest. I mean, come on. I know it's HBO and you can like show dicks and stuff, but it's just it's like so obviously like just like shoehorned in for the sake of doing. What do you think it? went right. on there with the Loras Tyrell thing and the Renly thing? Like, it was because like it was, it was like it, it was we, clearly we, happened in the books. Yeah, but, it's but, like, but do they they never said that like Loras fucked Renly though? Did they? No. That's what I mean. Like it was implied constantly. No, and no, they, it was but implied really that Renly was gay. Wall, no pun intended with this because in the first season they like did the whole. This I uh, yeah, Glenn's uh, in, in, in the far away in the <laughs> mentally mentally. Um, <laughs> No, the first season they had that like very on the nose like blowjob scene. Yep. Uh, and now it's like like a scene with like Marjorie Tyrell. It's like I know you like fuck him. Like just imagine I'm a guy. Like sort oh of thing. yeah, she like. However, I Marjorie Tyrell being like Anne Boleyn too. And even though it, literally it would the same seem actress, like a it would seem like a poorly. I guess like sequentially, it would not be the best show based on your criticism. However, do you think if you had not read the books, if that criticism would remain as much? And I don't think it would. I sincerely no, think I don't think I, I mean, clearly I wouldn't. You would just be like, oh, that's a character that I don't know. Because and people it's like are they're all kind of spelling well, see, it out. I watched fucking Spartacus because like, and that didn't, you know, it wasn't like betraying any core material that I like thought was, was good or something like that. So I was able to just be like, oh, okay, so this is just a wacky dumb show where like silly shit right, happens. Because I sort of feel the same way as you do, but I'm almost regretting reading the books. It kind of Bring back to our original conversation because I feel like he's not going anywhere, and now it's ruined the show for me. Because for a you know yeah. what I mean. Though, if I just watched the show, every person I talk yeah. to who like, oh, hasn't read the like, books, oh, these characters are weird. It's it's, yeah. it's it's like the same time. It's like the same thing when you read the first book. It's like, oh man, like this shit is crazy. These people are just killing each other left yeah. and right, and like that sort of like thing never really leaves because you don't know what's gonna happen next. Like you don't know like really that much about the characters. It just seems like this like crazy world that like pseudo mirrors like what the world used to be like. And like, it's right. just it's just one of those things where. It's one. I mean, the first season had some moments where somebody would like deliver. Like there were some lines that were really kind of striking, or there was some dialogue that was really good. But then it just. I feel like every character just became like a blown up caricature of themselves. Where like they're fuck, still doing Arya like, stuff. Shit's getting Arya ridiculous. Stuff like, never how got many bad. times does how many times does Cersei have to just like like that scene? Even that episode where it was like, oh, it was amazing. The Battle of the Blackwater. There's this big like invasion. There's like twenty fucking minutes of that episode is just Cersei getting drunk and just like. 
being a bitch, and it's like, all right, I know we're not supposed to yeah, like it's sort her. Of like the Wait, thing no, in US she history. loves power. Shut up. It's, it's like, like U.S. So history. Boring. It's like, uh, no, we're gonna skip over the battle. Like, what were the women doing, man? It's like I don't like. How about we get to like the guys in armor, like all like a hundred thousand of them on either side, and they're trying to fucking kill each other. I don't like, even mind. Like, I don't even. It's guys... just it's boring. It's boring. It's yeah, like, but even I... the added material, which is new, which isn't from the books, where it's like Cersei having this conversation with Sansa and being like, oh, like if they break in, we lose. Like, we'll all be. They'll do horrible things to us, and then she just like, I bet you've never seen that have you because you're just a girl and i'm a woman and i've seen it and i know and you don't know it's like oh my god why does every character who knows things have to just be like a huge piece of shit to people who don't it's just so tedious i just want to throw something in there apparently the guy who directed that episode was like a literal last minute change like hey you want to do this episode of game of thrones like yeah i thought george R. R. martin directed that episode no i think he wrote it i'm gonna check this right now okay because i remember like that one being like different because of that also, when Regardless I first when though, I first read them, I, I, I think you would be infinitely more forgiving if you hadn't read the books. I really, I'd do. be infinitely more forgiving you know if I, I, mean? I if like, I didn't. Like if we're watching Vikings right now and we see another Fucking scene where Vikings. it's oh, just God. like where the it's season like finale is a badass. <laughs> You know the season I mean? finale was awesome. You guys need to watch the rest but of But if you watch an episode where it's like Ragnar's a badass and his brother's a bad dude, I don't think you'd be like, well, fuck this. Like, we know he's a bad dude. Like, yeah, and that's just, the thing. Is that's the, the cool thing, thing we do with this brother. I don't want to read the, but, but I wish Vikings I did is, read the books. But maybe, maybe it's, I can't judge them independently and say, I, like, I, I see the point you're oh, making. No, I think it's a good point. Eventually, but it it's like, permeates your but thought. Like, but Vikings is even doing things so much more subtly than... Like there are so many moments where, like in Vikings, where people will convey an idea with like a facial expression, or they'll be like, "No, I'm working on something," and like you don't know what it is. It's like, "Oh, he's like scheming yeah. something we don't know what." And like Season he brought one. up the Rollo yeah, we'll Ragnar thing, like Ragnar's badass and cool. Everyone knows who he is. Rollo is like probably a better fighter, but like does not get the recognition and feels like he's his brother's shadow. And there's a ton of times where Ragnar, like Rollo, can fuck him over and chooses not to. There's times where you know he's like working yeah. against him, and then like there are other. times Times, like after he's already worked against him a little bit, he'll come back and be like, "No, I'm like sticking with my brother no. on this one." Like, you know what I mean? He's like a, re- a, a truly conflicted character. But there, that's he's a, actually there, there no, no, and no, there are no, no, lo- no there are no longer. There's, here's a scene. Here's an example though. There's like a scene in Vikings where like they're pl- pillaging this English town, and Rollo goes in. There's this old man on his death, but there's no words spoken in this scene. Old man and like like in bed. Rollo's this gigantic Norseman like kicks down the door and starts like taking shit from from the the house, and he like sees the old man. Pours him like a thing of water, like has the guy drink it, then dumps all the water and like steals the the like the drinking stuff, right, like the cool. silver, and leaves. Not like so much shit is going on in that scene. There's so much implied stuff, and it was so cool to watch. And I was just like, "What's gonna happen?" I don't fucking know. And I guess there's that side where like in the books, I know like what's gonna happen for Game of Thrones. But at the same time, that was an interesting scene to watch intellectually. Like there, that shit isn't happening in Game of Thrones because every character just has like their shtick, and they're just like spouting off platitudes about now, their now, shtick, now, and that's for it. You, question for you: In the first season was that was it kind of the same schlock problem you're having now of uh, i don't even remember it that well at this point see that's the thing i think it's uh, nothing really stood out to me like in retro like i enjoyed watching it, it but, but there's I nothing that there stayed with me of the characters that's what i'm saying i think it would be interesting to go back and watch another good tv series and see if the first one is all establishment and then if the second and third seasons are like you know or just roughly, going to the well of what's already been established yeah, exactly and like, to establish these characters to see if they can make it sustainable and then you get into more subtle shit later Maybe we'll that's see. What I wanna, that, that's what I'm curious about. Well, I think um, 
the, you know uh, what I part mean? Of, because part it of it has been hand-handed. I, mean, I don't disagree with you. Yeah, it's just, I, it's like, all right, Cersei's a bitch, so she's always going to say oh, bitch things. No, and like, remember, remember Sansa's ignorant, so she's always going to say ignorant things. That party your sister threw, I was just like, literally like the first three scenes where it's like, remember Tyrion's super cool? Yeah. We hate Cersei. Yeah. Like, that was yeah, like she's whole... not nice to her midget younger brother who killed their mom. But par- and they're going to bring up the dead mom a lot, so get used but to part it. But of, part of, I think, too, that, that colors my opinion of Game of Thrones is that like, I've learned a lot more about George R. R. Martin, and I don't like any of it. Yeah, like, but he's, like he's if, like a piece of shit. If every right. book was better than the next, uh, he could like be raping children all day. You know what I mean? Like, but, I don't uh, care it, at all. That's the thing is, I just no, no, no. I don't. I don't even, no, he, I don't mean like he's a bad dude. I mean it's like I, I just like can't. I don't think he's. I, I when I read the books, I thought, "Wow, this is a smart guy with a plan who like really cares about this thing, this project that he's working on." And it, I thought it really came through in the books. And then that started to kind of fall apart, like you said, as the books got worse. And now I'm hearing all this shit where it's like, you know, the books are taking like ten, fifteen years or whatever between them, and he's like selling, he's just hawking like water damaged merch from his basement and stuff, and he's just like. Really? What? what? Yeah, he's like, <sighs> he's like, I got these like Game of Thrones like water damage calendars from storage. Like, I'll sell them to you full price. Like on his website, that's like always. He's, he's people are like, hey, do you have any like new chapters from the next book? It's like, no. Here's like my take on the New York Jets, and it's just, it's like, and now you're saying he says he's not well, going to write the, the next book until the show catches. Spread it up on my wall. I oh yeah. Before I even knew what George R. R. Martin slash Game of Thrones was. Yep. Uh, do you remember the? <laughs> yeah, uh, Geo dude like reined up his desk dryer next to like. The Lord of Lannister had said, "Like, uh, I like, I love you, my liege, or something." And Jamie, the the blonde knight, turned to him and said, "Fuck you, Geo, dude. Fuck, Fuck you, you. <laughs> Geo, dude. Such is the price. Such of is love. the price of love." Yeah. Ryan found a Game of Thrones themed pizza place that was pretty rad. Uh, yeah, Cheddar Stark, I believe, was. Oh, yeah, that was the best uh, one. That, on the that broke my brain. We, once we saw that one, I couldn't laugh at the rest. Once again, that... post books though, it was probably based on the show. <laughs> yeah, that's People in Brooklyn true. not that hip to it. That's all I'm saying. No, yeah, no, they're, they're uh, like. They like the show, bro. Yeah, but they're not. There's really a lot of Rangoon enthusiasm. Yeah, we just got right lots now. of Rangoon. Sorry, we've just been talking about Game of Thrones for like an hour. Yeah, no, that's fine. Let's start with the Matrix. Oddly enough, Matrix is a better trilogy. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones is my favorite trilogy. Well, yeah, if it had ended at the trilogy, it would be great. But that's it. Just sucks. Like I read, I was close. I uh, read, I read George R. R. Martin's like sports shit, and it's like, okay, so you're like a stupid person. Religiously. <laughs> Do and you? Just, it, out of, out no, of I, just, I read one. I read one. It got linked to me, and it was like his take on the Revis trade. And first of all, fuck him for being like I'm an equal Jets and Giants fan. Like fuck you, pick a team. Like you yeah, can, what does that mean? Like uh, as, as a Chicago fan, are you like New York? I'm an or? equal Chicago fan. I love the Cubs just as much. Like as if the White Cubs Sox. were in the World like, Series, I'd probably be like, yeah, good for them because the White Sox probably aren't in it at the same time. Oh yeah, but yeah like, no, but you can't like both Wisconsin teams equal or something. What does he live in like Wisconsin or something? I don't, he just like goes around the world signing autographs and like selling merch. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's it. what I don't like. Is like Bad how like ass. like how like shitty and cheap he is. It's like that. <laughs> it's piece of it's shit. like Venture Brothers episode with the tag sale. It's just like what are yeah. you doing, man? Yeah, he's like Thaddeus fucking Venture. Like except instead of like his dad having invented all this shit, like the first two or three books are like his dad's inventions, and now he's like Thaddeus <laughs> Venture now. Yeah, and he's like mailing it in and trying to like yeah, yeah trying to like get some extra the shit. First, yeah, the George R. R. Martin who wrote the first three books from like 1994 to like 2002 or whatever was like it was what, what's his name venture doctor venture how old that shit is jonas jonas venture and then he morphed into thaddeus venture and that's where he's at now and he's a piece of shit hack 
And there's only so many nipples and lemon cakes you can write about. All right, before. so niggerly lemon cakes. Yeah. Dude, that, okay, is the name of my band. Come check us out. We'll be this Friday at the Pyramid Club. He refers to the Giants as the G-Men constantly. I mean, how stupid can you fucking be? Hey, Why? listen, my dad says that. I know. Why? I'm crying inside. Because their fucking football teams are the same name as the fucking baseball team that used to be there, and you had to fucking specify because oh, of all the... Oh, is that why? Well, I don't fucking know. There's all the words in the English language, and they pick Giants for both of their teams. Yeah, what's that about? They're stupid. I don't fucking know. It's a stupid thing to do. Were you can name them anything. Were they owned it's by like the same what, people? It's like, naming, it's like naming your pet John. It's like you can name your pet fucking anything. Why are you naming it the most boring human name you can think of? So there's my dog, Mike. Okay, like kill yourself. This so is awful. it wasn't if they were owned by the same team, it'd be like, We are the Giants franchise. This is our football, this is our baseball. They call it the New York football giant. Oh, yeah. This is ironic. Yeah, why is it really they're not the New cool. York Giants? They call them the New York football giants. Because well, they used to be because they were also the New York baseball giants once upon a time. Those are the, that was the actual name of the team? I, it wasn't just the Giants? No, they were both. But you the had giants. to say it as like, oh. Because if you're new it's like, yeah, I like the New York Giants. It's like, well, do you like like is, what do you mean? Like like Fucking Willie, Willie Mays, or do you mean like uh, George Hallis? Like what the fuck? You do? Well, George Hallis was he? When did they move out of there? The baseball 50, Fifty-seven. Oh my god. Fifty-seven. I think Dodgers and Giants moved. Were the Giants good? Yeah. Yeah, real good. Wait, football or so the baseball? Mets have just like Wait, oh, New York football Giants or the G-Men? No, a, baseball Giants. G-Men? Yeah, the Giants were the Giants were real good and uh, oh yeah, they um you know the Bobby Thompson shot hit heard around the world like mm-hmm. they were real good. I mean, Brooklyn was better, but um, no, Giants were real good. Oh, yeah, and there was a team in fucking Brooklyn, too? Wait. <clears throat> yeah. We had Brooklyn Dodgers? When did the Mets? When were the Mets added? Uh, 63. All right, so the Giants were gone, but the Wait, Dodgers ho- were still there. A home run started no, 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 no. Dodgers were gone, too? Dodgers and Giants moved like, at the same time. At the time. same time? Why? Pretty much. Giant, uh, Giants moved first, and they were like, California is where all this new money is going to be and all this stuff, and they they persuaded... I think he persuaded the Dodgers owner, like, yo, what dude, like, come with us. historical thing, the shot heard around the world, not the sports thing? Was that what started the Revolutionary War or the Civil mm-hmm. War? Revolutionary? Because that was Lexington and Concord, right? Right. I'm pretty sure. That's why I thought it was revolutionary. How was that heard around the world, though? They weren't... Well, because I guess, like, the British, the, the <laughs> British Empire is, like, all over uh, the world. Asia didn't count as part of the world yet, because Britain had enslaved them yet. Yeah. <laughs> Britain hasn't enslaved it. They had grand plans, but like it involved opium, and they, they, could, they hadn't fleshed it out yet. They were going to wait until like the turn of the century. Well, we've got an Asian consultant right here. Jane, you want to? Hey, Jane. When did, when did, Asia, be, when did Asia become part of the world? 1905? Oh, yeah. Jane is um, super racist about non-Japanese Asians. Well, because we split the atom. (laughs) Rightly so, Jane. Cut the Koreans a little more slack than you guys have been. They really don't like you, but you should start liking them. (laughs) (laughs) You you fucked them over. All right. You've had enough beheading contests, all right? Rain it in. Like. I mean, Jane Jane isn't. Jane isn't like an Onion article where like the Onion articles are like rape of Nanking. Did you see what Nanking was wearing? Sort of shit. (laughs) Like, Jane's not there, but. Rape of Nanking. Really? No, the like onions done shit like that, yeah, yeah. The temptation of Nick King, the seduction of Nan King. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I heard or they maybe, were proposition by they Nan King. Maybe it's they mean, more maybe like they mean rape like they do in like the Fantastics or something, where it just means like like, like the a seduction. Musical? Yeah, never seen it, but I, I have. Clarify. I saw it when I was like seven. It's about seduction. There's a, I think, all right, so I think that there's like a scene, all right, so this is all, this is Nick, this is Nick remembering a musical from when he was seven years old, 
And I think it's like there's this wall and between these two neighbors who like hate each other, but their kids fall in love with each other mm-hmm. and like through the wall. And uh, and then they listen to the wall and get real high. Um, no, but they're they're talking through the wall, and then I think like the dads find out that like uh, they're like, oh shit, we can't like have our kids fall in love with each other. Like I hate you. It's like yeah, so let's work together. And I think they like hire a dude to quote like rape the daughter, meaning like seduce what? her or some shit. Wait, is yeah. This, or am what? I thinking of a different musical? This is the Pillow Man, and it's not a musical. What am I thinking of? The Pillow Man. Yeah, let me. I think what? Of the pillow man. Hold on a sec. Let me let me look up the fantastic. Gene, I'm glad you're in, like uh, equally shocked. <laughs> it's really fucked up. The name of it, like the man rapist play with like the the cock hole in the wall between the two neighbors and we hate each other is just like you know, it's called the pillow man. He comes in and rapes people because he's the pillow man. Uh, I looked. Uh, I, oh, this wasn't I, in the synopsis at all. <laughs> I ty- hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I I typed in the Fantastics, like spelled like the word Fantastic into Wikipedia, and I got linked to the Fantastics are a professional wrestling tag team. Also, see the musical. The, I, I forgot that there's like it's a different spelling. All right, let's hear the synopsis of uh, Fantastics the musical. Um, plot: Two houses are separated by a wall. Oh, you're right. Yeah. All right. The mis- Wait, there's a musical. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah, here we go. Oh, here we go. Okay, the mysterious El Gallo tells about love and son. Get your dick out of the wall hole. Their fathers are feuding. (laughs) Order order them. Holy shit! I remembered all this like perfectly. Um, so they plan to. They know to. They manipulate their children. He tells them to end the feud by having the daughter kidnapped by a professional, so that the guy, the son, can rescue her and appear heroic. And the hired professional appears and offers the father a menu of varieties of rape in the literary sense of an abduction or kidnapping. So the Is Japanese there a song just, about that where he offers the rape? Yeah, it's like it can be it depends on what it you pay. It could be rape, it could be love. Um, like, I mean something? I could, I don't know how good radio it is to I bet you'd have to pay him more to Ryan, not rape her, right? Ryan, the song is called um, Am I wrong there? Guys? The song is called It Depends on What You Pay. Oh, I dig this. You know what I mean, Let's though. It. It's like, look, like obviously, I'll like abduct her and rape her for like a very cheap fee. For but a fee. you have no if idea. If you just want me to like abduct her and not rape her, now that's gonna cost. Do you guys know you. how fucking relieved I am that my memory of that was accurate and I didn't make up the whole song of like a, a rapist for hire as a seven-year-old? No, forgive me. The attempted rape. I see why it's called the Fantastics because this shit is just that. In your case, I think I would recommend. A first class. You mean we get a choice? Yes, of course. And with regular union rates, it depends on what you pay. All right, all right, hold, pause this fucking shit for a second. Because that's fucking bullshit. Because you know some, like, chick who's, like, in the musical is like, wow, what an amazing song. Like, I love this shit. And then it's, like, the same type of shit with, like, Daniel Tosh and everything. Where it's just like, well, I'm on her side. Like, fuck that. You know that happened. You know that fucking happened. He I'm just sorry. standing up, playing. listeners. You can keep playing it. I just had to get that on my system. You know, I love musicals. My dad used to take them to put like that's not funny. <laughs> Did you just say like rain? Or are you still saying pay? You know that happened. I'm picturing like this fucking guidette person. Yep. So come on and pay. Obvious open schoolboy chase with little mandolins and a fast embrace. Why would they a care about the type of rape? <laughs> it's little in request, a first class raid. That is what I would suggest. Just try to see it. And I want this play my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Invite regrets when you can order an abduction.
abduction you will never forget. An abduction that's emphatic, an abduction that's polite, an abduction done with I think Indians, a truly uh, charming sight. Indians. An abduction done, an abduction done with Indians? So you see the masquerade depends on what you pay. It depends so on I remember him I remember him using the word rape a lot more. I wonder if they've changed the words. I wonder if they change it to raid. Yeah, it sounds like it was supposed to be like a spectacular raid. Yeah, I think. Brian, look up the original lyrics to the song while this is playing. A major production or maybe you were young enough when you saw it, you just thought he was saying rape every time? He was saying rape every time. Oh, he was? Yeah, yeah. oh, are we getting there? Okay, here we go. Yeah, they changed, right? Every single time he said abduction, it was rape. And so raid wasn't rape. It was R A P. It was R A P E. Every time there's raid or abduction, it's like oh raid too. As far as I know. Jesus. Interesting. Because I remember him saying it can be a polite rape, and I was like, like Mom, was Dad, changed? what the fuck are they talking about? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just. Looking. I suppose rape was a more common term. But like question mark I'm here because it even says on Wikipedia it. the literary fuck this <laughs> rape in the literary sense of an abduction or kidnapping. Okay. So this like, was called the Fantastics. Why? Do you remember? Because the rape like, was fantastic. Yeah, they got some Indians in there. Ooh, mama. Ooh, my God. Worth oh. the price. Ma, if you could see me now, I'm oh. using Indians to make a more convincing rape. Oh, <laughs> mama. Rest in peace. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Because I've seen, like, posters in, like, community theaters. It's like the Fantastics. Oh, yeah, every, so every picture. Fucking... Now I'm going to picture a bunch of, like, 85-year-old, like, geriatrics, like, clapping for, like, like the rape song. Oh, here we go. It's like, I will rape you in the morning. I will rape you. And it's very expensive. Interesting. Okay. So although the the controversy, although the musical was a success, the Fantastics book became somewhat controversial due to its repeated use of the word rape. In the original, <laughs> in the original production, when El Gallo refer, offers to stage the phony kidnapping of Louisa, he offers to the, to the proposed event, he refers to the proposed event as a rape, although he makes it clear that he uses the word only in its traditional literary sense, Latin uh, rapere of abduction, explaining that many classical works, including Alexander Pope's The Rape of the Lock, use the word in this sense. Uh... The Venetian rape, the Gothic rape, the drunken rape. However, as the public issues the of rape, rape and like sexual assault became more of a delicate subject accurate. during the play's long run, some people in the audience became puzzled by the use of the word. Yeah. To deal with changing audience perceptions, the book is sometimes edited to replace the word rape with alternatives such as abduction or the similar sounding raid. So I guess we reversed, we figured all that out. In addition, in 1990, Tom We're Jones and Harvey smart. Schmidt. Tom Jones is one of the authors? Wrote, Sound an, like it, wrote an optional replacement piece called Abductions, which uses the music of the, quote, rape ballet. Although <laughs> this song... <t> <laughs> Audiences right. did not seem to have much difficulty in accepting this song. Yeah, who's like storming it out? It's like, where's the... How come I'm not saying rape no more? Where's the rape? <laughs> he used the word 50 times, and he didn't do it once. Like, what, what? <laughs> oh, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> So someone, yeah, someone storms. Make sure that says like rape, you know, <laughs> and a hat that also says that. Yeah, there you go. Um, well, so, that was the fantastic. So that's uh, our evening of musical theater here with Click It or Ticket. Uh, that was good. Where where are we at? Should we wrap this up or should we uh, scream at George R. R. Martin some more? I mean, if people like George R. R. Martin, Game of Thrones, and uh, 
rave. You know, fantastics. We're musical theater. That's that's our that's demographic, cool. right? If they've listened this far into our, you know, our catalog, they definitely like rave. <laughs> and slavery. Did we talk about slavery on like one of the like the podcasts recently? You and Probably. I talked. You and I talked about it like three hours ago. Maybe that's what you're thinking. Of. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> oh no, no, you know what it was? We I went back. I went back and really. listened to an old podcast, but it was not old. It was like like ten episodes ago, and it was just <laughs> us being like, "Wouldn't it be like awesome if you had like a slave?" And it's like, yes, on paper it's great, like free labor and everything, but. You also have like people who hate you because you own them, like sleeping like right near you, and it's like not okay. I couldn't deal with that. I, guess I couldn't either. The social norm. Yeah, no, it's like I know this is fucked up, and I have to take all these like precautions because I know this is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you never hear about guards because who would your guards be? They'd be other slaves, and then you, they don't. No, trust they wouldn't. You. They'd be like some guy, like I said to Nick earlier, some guy on a horse with a shotgun, and he probably invented aviator yeah, sunglasses. Yeah, didn't, didn't you see Django and Shane, dude? No, I didn't. Yeah, they got big, big old fat white guys. Never so. will. With, with dogs. See, the thing is, what an Oscar! I'll never see it. It's so it's creepy. Good. The thing is, you said it, that's the thing, though, Glenn. You pointed out, you're like, oh yeah, they think it's, you know, you know, it's wrong or something like that, or it's fucked up that you're doing it. Back then, like the slave owners had totally convinced themselves that a, that they were doing black people like a favor. Oh yeah, it's like they like, can't take care of themselves on their own. Like yeah, yeah right, the white right. man's It's like yeah, this is like they they should be grateful for all this shit. And it's it's like. I think they people believe that, man. That was what they thought. Yeah, but you're it's, a fucking idiot if you believe that. I'm sorry. I don't care where you're brought up or raised. You get to like age 25 I'm, and you still think that you're a fucking idiot. That's what everybody thought, dude. I don't know what much to tell you. Well, everyone thought that, but I know what to. I wouldn't say they were like stupid and that I wanted to offend this shit. But I think if you get brainwashed into something or just kind I don't of know. not even brainwashed, but like you grew up believing something so hard, it's hard to like confront the reality. I bet there were plenty of plantations. Where the the master was like, look, like you guys can marry each other. Like as long as these crops get in on time, it's no big deal. You have to stay here. You're technically slaves, but like I'm not really into like whipping you and like fucking your kids and shit. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like uh, this will be I, I'm slavery. Sure that there were some, like, I'm yeah. sure some slave owners were were kinder than others. I. I I just no, no, but like not that whole like you were like a lower race. I'm, I'm sure plenty of them were like, yeah, like we need like farm workers. This is the way it's been done. But like, it's I also a culture where there was indentured servi- servitude, yeah, which is basically slavery years. anyway. I mean, seven years of being someone's slave is a long fucking time. All right, my argument would be if you check the teeth, that was a little fucked up. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but you get all the way over here. Like, what do you what do you think the cost of like fucking a, a ship ride across the the ocean would be in like modern day standards? And like what? the wear and tear, yeah, the like, teeth would surely undergo. So <laughs> yeah, well, if you, you know, see pearly whites like that, dental you know, cast, regardless of your oh, so were teeth is important with indentured servants? I would argue not because like yeah, as long not as they're not like seven years. I'm saying teeth are important. This is like I don't disagree with you. What I'm saying is, <laughs> if you're buying slaves, yes, very important because you own that permanently, but. Indentured servant, like this thing's out of your hair in seven years. So as long as its teeth aren't going to kill it immediately, you just want it, it like just needs the last you seven just want years. good enough teeth to get through those seven years. Okay, but well, it's not like you're renegotiating the contract after that. It's like it's like I cannot I like I cannot run away fast enough. Like once this contract I'm go- is over, I'm going with what Pete's point though. It's like all right, you're raised in something that's in the culture you're in. There's something that's presented to you as a universal just fact of of the world. 
And unless you actively question it and try to disprove it and like take the time and energy to do that, that's just going to be your default setting. You're just going to be like, oh, yeah, that's like how yeah, things work. I don't know. The way we were always like brought up, the way we are, and I think it's why we're friends, is we're like constantly questioning everything in all directions all the time, everywhere. Like every way we can. That's true. And some people are more inclined to do that than others. But even that was a cultural yeah, – but, but like, even that was a cultural movement, dude. I'm like not skepticism saying like, talk and stuff, like, about it with other people. I'm just saying like you're talking to some Negro slave, and it's like they have some pretty insightful shit to say, and you're like taken aback by it. It wouldn't be like, oh, man, they must be channeling white right now with their, like, voodoo black magic. It's like, clearly there's, like, a brain in there that's, like, probably smarter than mine or at least, like, comparable. Like, you know what I mean? There are plenty of white people I think are subhuman, and I'm not kidding. There are plenty of people I've met before. It's like, if you were put to death, I would have, like, no problem with it. So are you pro-universal slavery based on intelligence? I think you should go with the Roman approach where it's like, look, we took your shit over. Now you're a slave. I don't care what color you are. You did it to yourself. Instead of, you know, like, you know, you weren't good at fighting, so now get good at, like, fucking doing my laundry and, like, feeding me and shit. (laughs) I've made myself king. Clearly, clearly you weren't good at that, so so let's find something you are good at. No, no, I'm just, like, back in the day, like, you could be, like, anyone could be taken a slave. Like, any North African, any, like, mostly white people were slaves. Good old days, right? In the Roman Empire. I love the fact that it's doing my job for me. <laughs> for most of it, until like, until they expanded and like took over most of the East. Like most of their slaves, like for a lot of the like the Republic, almost all the Republic, they were almost all white, like Gallic slaves or whatever it is. Yeah, Germanic tribes, just slaves. Not a big fan of Byzantium. Is that Spanish your slaves. Yeah, that was all Greek, and who knows what they look like then? Ew, right. No, you really Slave don't know. Material. Pete, uh, Pete's actually got a uh, Byzantine worst dress list for this season. Yeah, Pete. coming up, uh, episode one eighty two. Uh, I'm prepping now. Well, the Thracians, <laughs> Thracians can suck it. They were always getting paid off by the Persians anyway. I do like that Glenn is a personal animus towards Thracians, which is awesome. No, they can suck it, man. If you're taking money from those fucking Persians, you can suck it. You know what I mean? You can't. Like, but like I said, Glenn's got these nice Spartan? sweeping policies. You know, so like anyone now who's taking money from Persians, Glenn. If still- you're taking money from Persians to keep the Greek hordes out, then fuck you. It used to be the other way around. Now that you know Greece gets a little power, you're fucking flipping sides here, Thrace. What happened to you, man? Dude, I, I read that song. Forgot about Dre. That's Either about join, I read- join the Persian Empire or don't. Make up your fucking mind already. Speaking of the Persian Empire, I was I actually still haven't finished this book. It's Tom Holland's because you've read the Tom Holland books that I loaned you, right? Like um, he has he's the the Persian fire and all that stuff. His newest one is um, Under the Shadow of the Sword, which is like um, about the the rise of like the Arab empires mm-hmm. and uh, how it, like it's just it like conquest is just inherent in how that culture yeah, that society that developed. Yeah, and then um, Genghis Khan came over and like set them back like eight hundred years. But <laughs> it's cool because he's like I'm gonna he like sets the scene for it first. And he's like here's where Rome was at, here's where Persia was at. Because like you can't that defines the whole mm-hmm. like everything at the time, and apparently like right at the start of the century before it, because there was like a very turbulent century leading up to um, the, this explosion of this gigantic empire out of nowhere. Um, Chislam, the Persian, like a Persian <laughs> emperor. There were these, there were these, there's this like nomadic army around like the northern Persian effort, like near like the stand, in like the stands and stuff like that. And um, so the Persians like get this massive army together. And the emperors, you know, they got all this, like, fancy shit, all their cavalry and stuff like that to, like, have one final showdown with these dudes. And they get all their heavy cavalry they can align, and they just fucking charge this nomadic tribes. And the nomadic tribes look like they just immediately start retreating. They're just, like, broken, disorganized retreat. They're just, like, sprinting in the opposite direction. And then they all just, like, 
jump down into like a pre-prepared ditch and all like the cavalry just like fall into a pit and like Persia's like <laughs> army just disappears in like five seconds. It's really and then funny. It was, like, I was listening to it was, like, it was like a Looney Tunes sketch. I was listening to Dan Carlin's uh, Hardcore History. Okay. Uh, he has a five-part Mongol thing and that apparently is the oldest trick. That? It's the oldest trick in the book is like the fake runaway. Like the yeah. Mongols would do that all the time. Like the fucking people they were fighting, even if it's like they're still fighting the same Chinese they were fighting like the last time they did that trick, they would have heard about it. And f- there's something in, in like innate in humanity where we like cannot resist. It's like, and oh there, no, they're running away. Like kill them, yeah. get them. And there, like, and there <laughs> is something innate in uh, his voice that he sounds like Brad Neely. Oh, oh, really? Does he? Yeah. Totally. He That's says awesome. again, oh, again, again, and again, again. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's. Yeah, th- th- those that shit is great. But those I just incredible. think it's so funny that they like they know this trick is coming, but like the Mongols also know that they will not be able to help themselves. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's the but, same thing here. But animals have that reflex too, right? Like not just, I mean, not just humans, but like don't pre. Isn't it like the thing you don't want to do is like start running Especially from certain yeah, predators because like they'll, shit, they're yeah, like, they oh have, shit, I gotta like they chase have it. They to chase you. And you notice that, like, um, a lot of time, you know, I grew up with cats as pets, and there were lots of times where, like, as a kid, it's like, oh, I'm going to play with the cat, and the cat's like, I'm sleepy, fuck you, I'm not down to play. But if you always, 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 if you get a string, and you just walk around with it trailing behind you... Yeah, walk around the corner. Yeah, and if the cat, if it goes out of the cat's vision, it'll just, like, oh, shit, like, i got to follow this fucking string and, like, see what's going on with it. Yeah, they're born to do it. Yeah, it's really funny. They, like, can't help... They go after... Our our ground floor was, like, a circle, and I... I would just walk around with a string like in circles around my house and like the yeah, cats would be like cats would be, yeah, yeah they would all be like trying to solid snake like behind fucking cover and shit and like <laughs> like make sneak attacks and they would like hide again it was awesome it was it's the easiest game ever them, yeah. if anything yeah if it's something that moves differently than they've seen before you know what I mean it's like what is that why is, it, why is it moving? Like, I've seen a million times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it like, goes it's out like of their sight. It drives them nuts. They it's either it's like, like the curiosity of something new or like, oh, I'm going to kill the shit out of that. <laughs> it's like a weird mix of both. Like the, 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 That's like not it, it you, overrides like <laughs> everything. Like you see that them. YouTube video of like the Hitchcock cat where it's oh, like yeah, yeah. just peering around the corner from the camera. You know, and they put like the suspenseful music over it. But as soon as it disappears, like the cat's going to stalk and try and get closer because it knows it's right around that corner. Podcats? Podcats. Oh, Jane and I nearly adopted a couple cats the other day. No. And I was there. He was there, too. I'm going to get toxoplasma. Yeah. And you'll die doing what you love, like puking being your guts French. out. No, it'll be Fran- yeah, being French or Brazilian. That's that's what I hate. <laughs> you love being thought, Brazilian. Yeah, you love Brazilian shit, too. I like uh, Brazilian MMA fighters. I think they're a pretty dirty people, and they need to get their <laughs> shit together. Uh, how many kids with guns do you have in I your country? Glenn slavery team with this is not boding well. Glenn just... Col- just just for listeners, there's exciting shit happening on this podcast. Glenn just called out, like, what, the sixth most populous country in the world? Yeah, they need to get their fucking shit together. You need to stop having... Glenn is jail signing the shit out yeah, of Yeah, no, seriously. no, no. They're incredible at certain things, like punching people in the head. And kicking things. And kicking them in the head and elbowing them in the head. No, they're just generally good at the kicking. They're good at fighting. Well, because They're good soccer. at fighting and kicking. Soccer, So, yes, that's all good and shit, but... You have like way too many children with guns and that they use them on a regular basis in your You're country. You're just jealous that our kids don't have as many guns. To quote Fucking the gorillas, <laughs> kids with guns. Kids with guns. It's a song. Oh yeah, and that's like the whole song. Did the gorillas say kid? No, they just, they have a song called Kids Kids with Guns. It's and the whole song is just him saying Damon Albarn just going guns. Kids with guns. Kids with guns. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's really just a blur, dude. There's no Deltron on it. No, 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 and it's the whole song is just like a really boring beat. Ryan, could you put it on? Kids All with right. guns. There's girls. something about that Dell guy. He has like three different albums in a row, and he is Dell, the funky Homo sapien, 
like Deltron 3030 and then like another one where you have like a different name but it's like similar. I think Deltron like 4000 or Oh, shit. Ryan's putting on the No, 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 like he literally it's him. It's the same guy. This is the whole song. Sounds good. Oh, he says easy does it a lot too. Oh, I guess the chorus is is like different. They're turning us into monsters. So is Gorillas the uh George R. R. Martin of music? Connect the dots, children. Oh, dude, fucking George R. R. Martin. For a, guy, for a guy who spends Kids with all guns. of his fucking time doing completely superfluous. Like, there are mil- every single NFL game has hundreds of recaps written about it instantly. Like, ESPN, mm-hmm. Yahoo, like, everybody's got their own, like, fucking recap. Like, here's what happened in the game. And George R. R. Martin just does, like, that's what he does. He just writes, like, shitty recaps from his perspective. And for a dude who apparently loves football so damn much, motherfucker's dumb as shit. Doesn't know a goddamn thing about the fucking sport. Like, he's so fucking stupid. Like, Is there anything to know about that sport? There's, I mean, it, it, there's still general principle. Like I said, I, I went on Twitter and posted a fucking um, video of my analysis of the Revis trade because it's like, it's it's just a matter of maximizing value. So, yeah, there's absolutely something to do with. Oh, oh the actual trade. Like, in terms of, like, <clears throat> roster construction and like assets. play-by-play sort of stuff. Oh, he kind of does this. Like, well, in the first quarter, the G-men came out a little sluggish, but... Eli like pulled him through in the end because no, no, Eli's a champion. Mean, like, like assessing that. value and stuff and trades. I he, mean, like, he said you should never trade your best player ever. Like nobody should ever oh, do that's that. Retarded. Yep, it's really fucking stupid. Remember when? You remember should when, never uh, kill off your best main character. Remember when Texas? <laughs> uh, remember when Texas traded uh, Mark Teixeira, who was their best player, and turned themselves into like one of the best franchises in the majors for like a decade because of that shit. Yeah, because <laughs> they received so much value in return. It was a smart move, too, because he's not a very good player anymore. No, he sucks now. But he still looks like an angry, like, mule. <laughs> the Maiden and the Mule is my favorite George R. R. Martin article about Marcus Slug Sherrod. Slugheads. He's definitely a slughead. What did I just do? Too much? Oh, we're at, oh, we're at an hour. Well, uh, should we sign off, kiddies? I think we've gotten pretty angry. Closing thoughts. Nick, minute uh, or less. The- Sum up the podcast. Oh, this podcast? Yeah. Um, just to recap, overall feeling. All right. So what should people take away from it? All right. So uh, we all took turns saying that very like fuck various things and that various things suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glenn took on Brazil. Uh, I took on George R. R. Martin. Less kids with guns, guys. Come on. And get uh, together. Pete, what did you hate? He's playing minor league baseball. Ken Griffey Jr. No. What did you hate? Michael Jordan. You hated something, right? Oh, oh, it was that fucking rape song from the Fantastics. Yeah, and you he know, some fucking musical theater chick was like, well, this song's great. And that seems she was like, damn, Tosh right, is a dick. Right. He okay. understand, right? So to sum up. When you know some like smart Jewish guy wrote that whole musical. I, anyway, I huh. get angry about fantasy authors. And it's a musical, and the other one is a he, comedy show. Yeah, he get, exactly. Where he jokes ang- are told. Pete gets angry at musical theater, and Glenn gets angry at major nations. Yeah, get, get, get the guns. Oh, and Thrace. Glenn hates Thrace. Yeah, fuck them. Fucking getting bought off by those persons you pussies all right, so that's <laughs> either make a stand join up with them pick your fucking sides all right you picked the wrong one that's glenn, what you get uh, all right glenn, 20 seconds to left what should people take away from this podcast i think that first of all less guns in the hands of fucking kids less george R. R. martin like sweating over a computer typing about the jets and more him sweating over a computer talking about like Tyrion's dick growing because the dragons are back or whatever the fuck. It dick does grow a lot in the book. Well, like yeah. inside of Shay. A, a dick, lot. a dick, all covered in hair. Yes. Yes. It's a my- You ever fuck a Riverlands girl? <laughs>
Is that King Robert? Yes, it was Robert Baratheon. Your mother will still be a milkmaid if I have you into a belly. Nice. Nice. We're talking about loads here on Click Your Ticket. And I'm going to say take Nick and Glenn's sum- like, uh, whole summaries of the podcast and write a punk song about it. Submit it to us. Pete and I are going to go write some songs now. Apparently, yes. All right, guys. Good. Uh, hold on. I'm going to put my arm around Pete and then scream into the mic with him. This is Artie Falcioni signing off. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>